Welcome to Nump Bills Fan Podcast. I'm your host, David Palermo. This is podcast number 199. And on the line, we have Mike Smith. You can find him on Twitter at Fantasy Smitty. And the Buffalo Bills are going into Green Bay to play the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. And, uh, you know, they don't really play there much. So it should be interesting. Micah Hyde going back to the Packers. See what kind of damage the Buffalo Bills can do. And, uh, yeah, Bills just came off of a hot win against the Vikings. Surprise. Um, And Josh Allen hurled out of the roof of the Minnesota Vikings stadium. So, uh, if you missed it. So, as always, Numb Bills fan on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And this podcast is brought to you by Punch Drunk Sports. Can't wait to get into it. And stay tuned. We're going to get this rolling. Well, all you do is talk, dude. I know. All right. Well, this is shit is recording. It's already on. So you want to get rolling or? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Well, the music's not in the background right now. You don't hear it because it's muted. So... There you go. Way to fucking cue me. Yeah, you done with your bullshit, Mike? Uh, I'm still emotionally distraught, but yeah. Okay. I don't know why you're so fucking mad. <laughs> I didn't say I was mad. I said I was emotionally distraught. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's continue. All right. All right. All right. I mean, okay. So. Anyone in there? So after watching the game tape, Mike, what are your what are your thoughts of the Bills uh, going into Minnesota and strangleholding them and fucking them in the ear with their little pricks? Well, Dave, um, after I didn't watch that because uh, life events. Oh, so you lied to the audience. We expected your big fucking breakdown. I know Jeff Knight is disappointed. He really looks forward to your bullshit fantasy hey. football perspective, as you saw on Instagram. Look. Look, Jeff Knight can just eat one because look, this happens. I mean, when you have so many good players, you can't you can't be correct all the time. And uh, if if there were any other gurus out there that were saying to bench Minnesota Viking players, like they were lying because no one was just like, oh my god, the Bills defense is about to show up and show out and just shut the whole thing down. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, I know you saw it coming. You you called it. You're like, you know what? I see the Bills dropping like 40 <laughs> points. So they're actually going to hold the fuck up. You know what I mean? In the second half, they're yeah, going to do shit. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, my my big play of the, the weekend was let me bench Josh Allen, start Sam Bradford, and cut Hauschka and add whatever his name, Thinkins or Thickens. Is it Thickens? Yeah, it looks like Thickens. Thickens. So I literally just destroyed that team. I benched freaking Adrian. Anything I did Sunday morning was just obligatory to my team, just destroyed. And I don't even know if I was using that word right, but maybe I was. Are you saying um, that you're having second thoughts on giving fantasy football advice? Because maybe. No, because no, the okay, funny thing okay, is, all I, right. I, got, I got my buddy. I got my buddy over here, Mike, and. He's two and one because, you know, his second week, you know, he just played someone that was really good that week and they put up a, you know, stack of points and his team is stacked and 
it's prime. Like he's got one of those great teams where um, the best team to have in fantasy is where you know who your starters are every week. Like when you have, you know, X players that are all in the same group, it is the worst thing, um, you know, for the fantasy realm. That's why I like, that's why I happen to like the best ball league. Mike, because Mike. I'm tangent. I'm tangent. I'm like, like, what I'm happens if I fall asleep on my own podcast here? Like, what, like, is that possible? <laughs> it's like, possible, dude. Hey, dude. All right. So, you want to talk about different naps that like rollers leave? Like, how how much you might like a half inch over a three eighths hey, nap speak, roller? You know, like speaking of naps, hide some I, shit. I when I used to be on the road, I was a, a vehicle napper. Um. So, what were you on the road for? You know, when I worked, you know, when I was out there, you know, in between jobs, I'd get, I'd get a little, uh, you know, tired and yeah, you know, carna- I- carnival action. You probably ran the gun where you throw the, uh, squirt gun into the pig, you know, well, that was one know, of my I favorite games, I, I, the carnival, you know, just carnival just lay back in the truck, you know, take a nice nap. 30, 40 minutes. You know? Dude, who would have thought yeah. you would have cleaned up from a carny to fucking, shaving your beard off and give a fantasy football advice on a podcast weekly you know what i mean I like it's clean too and i look young though that's the thing like, dude I'm, you're like ready to drop your fucking nuts on anything that walks right now like you're ready like i don't blame you, you no, know, no, i would shave I, my I, I would I'm, shave my face too i'm 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 holding back okay because obviously a better thing's yeah, dude, you know, you're really, really thing. focused, and, like, you know, you just have a game face, and it's like they say about football players, they got to want it. They got to love football. You got to well, love and, it. And, you know? and uh, you know, getting back to actual football talk now that we just Yeah, so anyways, let me, let, all right, all right, so, so <laughs> since you suck at leading the show, I'll take, I'll, I'll hold your hand and <laughs> shove it up my ass and fucking have you sniff your fingers, and let's go with this. So, anywho, why don't I give this a shot? You've already wasted six fucking minutes of my time. So, anyways, <laughs> you fucking prick. Uh, I love you more. So, all right, listen, Mike, on the real, okay? I still stand by what I said on the last podcast after the game. And, um, you know, either 53 players started doing the right fucking thing or, like, a handful of coaches made a bunch of fucking adjustments. And uh, I'm going to go with the latter. And also, players stepped the fuck up. And, uh, you know, I'm still thoroughly, like, yo, thoroughly impressed with our Buffalo fucking Bills because I have been and you have been not hammering. I don't want to say you've been hammering on them saying they're going to suck. That's not hammering. It's just being objective and in, in doing math and giving an honest output. And I did not expect them ever to have a performance like that. But we even joked about it. It's like I kind of want to put money on the Bills on this one. If there's a game to put money on it, I want to put on the Bills. I just... They're not that, they're bad, but Trent Murphy's still injured. You had another quarterback, Josh Allen, come in halfway through the first game. Second game, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Phillip Rivers, that dude's just a savage, and uh, Edmonds was exposed, but um, they just seem to get their shit together, you know, uh, against Minnesota. That said, Minnesota only ran, didn't even run the ball more than I think like four times or something crazy like that to Latavius Murray. So what what are your thoughts after sitting on the game and, 
then will eventually will lead us into well, Green Bay. I, but I, 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 um, I, I may not have done the breakdown myself, but I did, you know, look at someone else's breakdown of the game right. and Josh Allen's performance, and um, essentially, Josh Allen had a good game. However, he did not go over the middle of the field. So what we know about NFL and adjustments, you know, it's easy to go out there and sling it all over the field, you know, your first time. Um, But the next week that team is going to watch what you did and they're going to see where you were able to succeed. And then they're going to see where you did it. And he did not do anything over the middle of the field. So what they're going to say is, okay, we're going to guard the sidelines. We're going to guard the underneaths. If you're going to beat us, you're going to have to go over top, which he did have that nice throw. I mean, unfortunately, Foster dropped it. Um, And you're going to have to go over the middle. So we're going to see, is he able to do that, you know, this early? Can he make the adjustments as a quarterback? Because as a quarterback, too, you, too, have to make those adjustments. So, um, you know, the the one positive thing I think that the Bills definitely have rolling for them, and regardless of what Josh Allen does and the offense is able to scheme up, um, and, you know, Packers, they're not exactly a, um, you know, superpower on defense, and they're struggling offensively, even with, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL because he himself doesn't have, the protection and the the players around him. Uh, so the nine and a half points I feel coming off of last week when there were seventeen points underdog is a little it's a little disrespectful, but that's where it it's at nine and a half for a reason, and that's because people are betting against the Bills. They're saying this was a fluke, and that's why the number is so high because. The number would have dropped if people had jumped on, you know, the Buffalo bandwagon, and they haven't. So um, that defense, though, is what I mentioned prior to the season, and I've said it on tweets. I said we're going to have a good defensive back, possibly the best in the NFL um, group-wise. And, um, you know, if they can do what they did and – um, based on the numbers, Jerry Hughes was the most efficient or had the highest defensive rating of the week um, last week. If they can replicate that intensity and fire, if they do that again, and again, they're not playing a powerhouse offensive line where that front four, they may be able to do similar things. You're talking, it could be a game, you know, in, in Lambeau Field. Um, the only thing, like, my concern is not so much with the defense because I think the defense is going to keep them in games. Um, Josh Allen last week had the luxury, and it is definitely a luxury in the NFL. If you score a touchdown and then on your next, the defense then just puts you in field goal range, two consecutive like scores like just bam you're already in scoring range that's a luxury in the nfl like it doesn't happen a lot you know it really doesn't uh, i'm pretty sure it, very low percentage there um if they don't have that 
are they able to perform as well offensively? Because last week the game plan was very nice. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, they put together a game and it was effective and it worked last week. Can they do it again? So check it out. From all accounts, people think the Vikings are a better team than the Packers, and it is football, and, you know, we've seen it so many times where it's like this team beat this team, so we should beat this team, and yada, yada, yada. Um, And shit just happens. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers' knee thing, he's actually looking better than not, you know, um, from the latest reports of what I heard today on the radio. So, um, you know, you might be able to run. On the Packers, Muhammad Wilkerson is out. And, you know, he might miss the whole 2018 season. Mike Patton, the former Bills defensive coordinator, is over there. So, I always thought that even Patton's defenses were really easy to run on. Um, really easy to get rushing yards, even though they would get to the quarterback. Um, they had a problem stopping the run. So, I, I don't know. I, I think, believe it or not... I, Dude, that, that Vikings game just takes everything and just dumps it on the head for us. And, and it's like, okay, what do we have here? We have some chemistry. Um, you know, that Aaron Rodgers is out or, 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 or is slow. You have, is it one or two offensive linemen out? I totally forgot. Well, the thing, the thing is with the Packers, and this is where, like, they're not doing well. Like, Aaron Rodgers is almost throwing 40 passes a game. And... You know, he was twenty-seven to forty-four for two hundred sixty-five yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, well, you know what I for, mean. For the season, he's thrown one hundred and sixteen passes, so that puts him at like thirty-eight point three passes a game, and that's a lot. If you're throwing that much, like that is not the. I mean, beyond what happened week one, if the Bills' defense is doing what they're doing the last thing you want to do is throw it 38 times because you're going to put your quarterback in jeopardy because they definitely can get to the quarterback. And then you're going to allow, you know, the defensive backs to, you know, make a play. Um, I mean, it's just probability at that point. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you mentioned he's due. So, um, you know, I mean, the last time he played Buffalo wasn't very – wasn't very uh, good for him. So no, I was at that game. It was awesome to see the Green Bay Packers lose, and then Scott Campbell, the kid that sit next to, that talks mad shit to us on fucking Twitter. He uh, he's like, "Oh, they're gonna go to Oakland and lose," and I'm like, "Why do you say that shit?" And then they did, you know. And that's when Oakland was pretty bad, pretty bad, you know. And they did, but hey, a little fun fact here. So, according to uh. Pro Football Focus, Josh Allen took an average of 3.36 seconds to deliver passes in his first start. Last week, he got the ball out in about 2.4 seconds. Okay, now, see, that is the coaching adjustments because you notice... But that last stat was from Eric Wood at The Athletic. So, 2.4 seconds. I mean, if it's from pro focus through Eric Wood, that's, you know, one thing. But that just shows to the game plan that they Mm -hmm. had. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
I mean, it's the NFL. You got to get the ball out of your hands and you got to be able to make quick reads. Um, so like I said, are they going to be able to make adjustments? Are they going to be able to do that again? Um, so, you know, we're going to, we're going to find out real early on Sunday. Um, if, if things are going to go well for the Buffalo Bills. Well, Ryan Villago is battling a back injury and Byron Bell is going to replace Justin McCray while he recovers from an injury as well. Um, so, I don't know, man. Jerry Hughes looks fucking on fire. Uh, they, you know, if he's not going for strip sacks, he'd have more sacks. You know, Lorenzo Alexander is just so between the ears, so fucking smart. And, like, my favorite dude to watch right now, frankly. I just love the vets that, like him, that just, you know, well, do you whatever. Know, he's the perfect He's the perfect student, man. He's the perfect, perfect player. He really is. You know who made the biggest jump from one week to the next? It was it was actually both the rookies. I mean. What are you talking about? Well, how, how, how's Matt Milano getting uh, defensive player of the week for the AFC? Something like that? It, or at least the AFC East? He, he did. And, like I said, that – with him being so efficient, Jerry oh, Hughes being efficient, and Edmonds, his performance from the prior week to last week, day and night. Like, he looked like a lost child. Just Now, his athleticism, he was running all over the field against the Chargers, but he looked lost. They were, they were manipulating him. They were moving him around. They were just putting him in all sorts of problems. But last week, he was able to hold his own. So, um you know, if if that front seven can perform like this the rest of the year, I mean, you're talking they're going to have a shot to win every game they play because um, defense wins. You know, if they're turning the ball over and, like I said, they keep on getting to the quarterback, they're going to put their team in very good positions to be competitive and potentially steal a game here and there against, you know, better better teams, teams with more athletic talents, especially, you know, obviously we know about the, the inept offense that, you know, Buffalo has based on, you know, player personnel. I'll tell, I'll tell you what, dude, if they could turn, if the Buffalo Bills can just, like, I don't know, I felt, uh, let me backpedal. I felt weird Deke and I did the podcast in the beginning during Rex Ryan's tenure, and we were, like, such homers about the team and it was kind of like, I wish we started the podcast like a year earlier when we were like railing on Marone because my tone was more like this. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Have you watched tape this and that? And I doubt they listen to our podcast. They, they, they know what they're fucking doing over there. They know that coaching lifespans are short in any major sport, you know? And I, I, I think... Uh, what whatever communication happened between the coaches and the players, that drastic of an improvement on a against a team that is not a fucking joke, and the Vikings, you gave me a lot of hope. Like Josh Allen, I told you the whole time, you could package any of the top six quarterbacks in the draft. I will support them. It's all about what did you give up to get them. That said, the offensive line with with Bodine in there at center was night and day, dude. It was night and day. And Vlad Dukas, who's been a puncher bag, as, as he was called by uh, Joe Vascalia uh, last week, you know, to Bills fans, like, dude, he's... Joe Vascalia, or uh, Vlad Dukas has been fine. Like, absolutely fine. 
And, um, you know, it's just the, the, the scary part about the team is like the first two, and I'll put it back to you, is like the first two games is they came out so fucking shot. It's like, what did you do all offseason? I, I did not expect them to have a bounce back game. And this Green Bay Packers game is really going to be, it, it, it's another good timing opportunity. They have a couple injuries, a key injury to Rodgers, Jerry Hughes in, 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 is coming off the edge like, like a monster. Shaq Lawson, I believe, is a little bit healthier. Um, and and it's like, I don't know, man, Harrison Phillips is, 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 is solid. The linebackers have been pretty consistent. Now, game two, they're a little rough. But, dude, the, the Bills can really take this game, and I want nothing more than these coaches to figure it out. Leslie Frazier, the defensive coordinator for the Bills, very def- – very, he knows that division. And Micah Hyde, you know, and, and don't sleep on that because Jim Schwartz was the coach of the Bills uh, on defense. And the year he was here in Buffalo, they swept the NFC North. They swept all four teams in the NFC North that year. So do not underestimate Leslie Frazier and them knowing personnel. And even though he hasn't been with the Vikings in a long time, um, you know, Micah Hyde's been on the Packers. They know what they run, you know. So I don't know. How do you feel about it? Do you feel the Bills can can do some damage? And like, it was really interesting not seeing McCoy in hindsight to see, like, how this offense ticks. And I just hope they do what they do and feel no pressure well, to get him the ball. Just do what you do. Well, I don't know who mentioned it, and I was watching something, and they said that it was probably more beneficial that McCoy wasn't there. And to a certain extent, I agree with them. He he went on to say that, you know, by not having McCoy to rely on, they had to change up the offensive game plan. Right. So, you know, my perspective on that is it, it did work out very well for them on Sunday, but can they incorporate him to be – as effective as he can be and also not disrupt what they have going on in the offense. I don't want them to fall back into the rut where we have to, you know, we have to give the, the ball to Sean McCoy. We have to run. We have to run. We have to run. Cause like anytime you play a game, it's not, you, you should never go into the, the contest with the idea that you have to do anything. Okay. The idea is always to be, we will do what the defense is going to allow us to do. If they're going to allow us to run the ball down their throat for 200 yards, we will run the ball down their throat for 200 yards. If they're going to stack the box and say, you will not run today, you will have to throw the ball and beat us in the air, then we will beat you in the air. Okay, so... I feel like that's like what Bill Belichick does, and then I'll shoot it back to you. It's like, he's done like... He's either smoked like mad weed, done a bunch of acid or some mushrooms or something, and then just like, oh, I get it. I shouldn't be so attached to these fucking players, and they should just like, you know, what are their strengths? Let's have them fall in line, and this is what we're going to do, and this is the best play for the, the chess move. You know what I mean? And it's like, I feel like good coaches don't really run on emotions all the time. You know what I mean? No, you, you, you can't be emotional because, you know, when your emotions are, are high, you're not making good decisions. You're, you're, you're making decisions based on your emotions, and our emotions lie to us all the time. Emotions are uncontrollable. They're, they just just destroy you. 
Um, so if the Bills can make the adjustments that they need to make, right now the Green Bay Packers are not playing well. This is a good – like the NFL is one of those funny leagues and you know other leagues are like that too where if you meet an opponent at the right time, Yep. You know, timing is everything, man. You can capitalize. And right now they don't have their stuff together. Um, and the bills are looking like they have more of it together, you know, based on last week's performance. But again, like I said, it's the adjustments. And when I mentioned the first four games, that was a tough first four games, three games on the road. The home game was against the chargers. I said, there's a chance the Bills could come out of here with two wins. If they come out with the two wins, the next couple of games are, you know, far more favorable. You know, they have Tennessee at home, Houston on the road, Colts on the road. Those dude, it's a different – yo, dude, good. it's a different season to me now that they beat Minnesota. Like, Tennessee looks really practical. Indianapolis looks really practical. Freaking – Andrew Luck can't even throw the ball more than, like, 31 yards, I think. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, that was, I mean, the coach, you know, Frank Wright said that um, he's not concerned with his ability to, his arm strength right now, but obviously that was a lie because he is concerned. There's no way they would have pulled, you don't pull your quarterback to put a backup in to throw Hail Mary, like, the only reason why you would do that is if you think the quarterback that you had in the game can't throw it there. You know what I mean? That doesn't, right. doesn't make any sense. Or you think that that puts too much strain on his arm or something. Um, so clearly he doesn't have, you know, his full arm strength. Now, that said, you know, the Bills don't play them for another month. So he could get that arm strength back. I don't and, know. I don't think he's going to, man. He's been taking his rehab. It's not slow, but like. How Gronkowski well, yeah, a few yeah. years he, ago like took it he, took his time. He, he might need he might this might be the season that he gets acclimated back to football, but he might not be back to Andrew Luck until next year. The the Bills gotta they gotta take out the Texans, they gotta take out the Titans, they gotta get these wins and they gotta well, get these no, AFC it, it, wins see, and start stacking see, them. It, it's not it's not the AFC wins. You have to win. To, if you want to be a playoff contender and you want to make it to the playoffs every year and you want to have a shot at that elusive Lombardi trophy, you have to beat teams you're supposed to beat. In a hypothetical world, if the Bills turn their game around, their intensity, yada, 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 and they're 2-2, two and two, at that point, going into those games, they're supposed to win. They're, at that point, the better team. And when you're the better team, you're supposed to win games. If you're not winning the games you're supposed to win and you're only 50-50 on the other games, you're not getting anywhere in the NFL. You have to win the games against the lesser team. So, and, you know, when I look forward in the schedule, you know, you, you don't want to look too far down the road, we still get to play the Jets twice, who I – you know, mentioned this about Sam Darnold, as you know, um, Sam Darnold likes to throw interceptions and he's throwing a lot of interceptions. So we're going to get to still see him twice. You get the Dolphins two times in the last five weeks. So, and obviously that last game is going to be a chilly one, December 30th. You enjoy that game, Davey. Maybe I'll make a trip up there that day. I don't know. It's going to be cold 
tickets might be cheap. So thoughts on Calvin Benjamin. You go with it. What are you saying? Give me your honest assessment. What are you saying? Front scene from the guy. He he's not using his hands. It's pretty simple. Like he's not using his hands. He is using his body and you don't catch the ball with your body. If you catch the ball with your body, you're going to drop it a lot. Um, so if he doesn't get his hands in position, this is not something that's just going to go away. Um, I've said this, I've tweeted it. I've looked at the numbers, the metrics, according to the numbers, the efficiency, the higher metrics, Zay Jones is opened more often. He's just not getting enough targets. He needs more targets. He's got the highest catch rate among uh, the receivers on the team. With anyone with you know more than um, you know nine targets or eight targets or whatever. he's on the I mean, field more than any receiver. He is on the field more than any receiver. Yet he doesn't lead the team in targets. Um, so remember that say, to- remember that Sandlot ball we were talking about. By the way, not to cut you off, but to cut you off. Remember we were talking about like the whole Sandlot shit. Yeah, man, dude, that like really came to fruition. And, and then uh, whoever was calling the game. I was listening to John Murph. They were actually talking about that. Well, yeah, it's one of those things like when a play breaks down, what yep. to do. Yep, and, yep. And, and, and a lot of great quarterback-wide receiver combinations, they're on the same page when the play breaks down. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, right now Zay is young and Allen is young. But if they can start making that connection, I like I said, based on the numbers, the metrics, what I've seen in film – Zay Jones is open. He is just not getting like I, I think that because Josh Allen can only make so many reads. He's not he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not reading the field like a pro yet. Um or Tom Brady or you know, we could go down the line. He's not reading the field fast enough. So he is making throws to decent options. And I'm not saying some of the passes to Calvin Benjamin are bad. Like Calvin Benjamin's huge guy. Like he can shield off, you know, a defender without any problem. The problem is he's not catching the ball. What, what is like seriously, man? Like what? Who who's the receiver that was caught from Tennessee? I'm drawing a blank. I want to bring him up today. Matthews. First name. Rashad. Now. When what, was he caught? He was like caught, or they're going to cut him if they did. Yeah, Rashad. Right. Rashad Matthews. Yeah, should the Bills go after him? When see, that's one of those because things. they were saying that like he was complaining that he wasn't part of the offense and yada yada yada, and it's like, come to fucking well, Buffalo, dude. He he missed camp. He was injured. Okay. Um, he came off the and it's one of those things. If you're not developing a report, he is he's had one of those plagued injury histories. Um, if you're not developing a rapport with, you know, the quarterback, the quarterback is going to look to the most reliable person, um, unless his, his play calling and the design of the play pushes him elsewhere. Um, but beyond that, they're going to look to their most reliable player. And if you're not on the field, you're not going to be that guy. So, um, you know, I, I, it's not something that I would say no to. But I don't think he's – he's not an elite wide receiver. It's not like 
it's not like uh you know had the bills traded a fifth round pick and got josh gordon um you know i mean i'm pretty sure all of buffalo would have gone nuts if the buffalo said you know what we'll give you a fourth rounder for josh gordon i mean i don't think josh gordon would have liked it he'd be like fuck and like you know it's funny with josh gordon because like (laughs) he I don't know what happened, and I'm sure we'll eventually find out why they were going to release him. And the fact that they made that public, which was bizarre, um, man, he lost the opportunity to play with with um, Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield, I'm telling you right now, Baker Mayfield's going to be Rookie of the Year, okay? So um, Vegas believes it. I believe it. And... You know, I talked to Vegas, so we were on the same page. Mike, you know, man, there's a couple people that I listen to talk, and I might have to agree with Jeff Knight, and he might agree with me on this. I don't know, man. After taking in the collected data for, like, eight, nine years, knowing you, um, you might fall in the category that if you say Baker Mayfield's going to be MVP, that he's going to get hurt or something. No, I'm not going to be a horrible fucking person, Mike. I'm just going to say it's just not going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, Baker Mayfield's going to get his kneecaps fucking shot out by his dog. I I, I may be a terrible, I may be a, a terrible gambler. And that's why, you know, that's why I have so many problems in my life right now. And I'm not, I'm terrible at gambling in the sense of gambling because any gambler knows like it's easy to pick a winner, but when you get in too deep, um, you know, and, and actually it's funny. Um, who is it? Uh, Murph or who are the, who's the daytime show? Carl Falk or whatever. Carl Falk said, uh, on the radio, he's like, if you're betting a halftime over and under, you got a problem. And I was there. So I, I did have a problem, but if you ask me and you picked my pick for the last eight Super Bowls, you would have won six out of eight straight up. Okay. And you already know that most of the people that won those Super Bowls were underdogs. So I'm just a bad gambler, but I can tell you certain times when a pick's a pick. And right now I have seen all the quarterbacks. I watched their tapes in college. I've watched them in the preseason and I've watched them in the NFL. Baker Mayfield is a special player. No, okay? I agree with you. And there's a reason I'd have you bring the quarterback. Like I, I do trust your judgment on that stuff, but all ball busting aside, I, I find it like, I won't say you necessarily, but I will say a couple of people I know. I don't want to air one out right now but um bear them out man this is what it's all mm, about i don't want to be a dickhead but like yo on the real be be a little richard dave that's what we call it it's called the little richard when people let's just say this when people go have you even watched a college game with them and i go no i haven't but i know that like (laughs) there's about 10 other fucking places that have analytically broken this down that do know what the 
fuck they're talking about more than you do. And I will go listen to them because I can watch them on the tape all I want. I might not notice that, like, they didn't step in the correct fucking direction at first glance. You know what I mean? Or whatever the fuck they're supposed to do. I don't know. But there's a lot of people obsessed with it. And they put their information on called the interwebs. And then I gather that information and go, here's what I think. Hey, Mike, what have you heard? And you go, David, I actually think this. And I go, huh. And then I hear what other people say. And then I come up with what's called my a fucking opinion. So when I hear from other people, oh, I watch a tape. It's like, yeah, okay. And you've also said a bunch of bullshit, too. You know what I mean? Like, so, uh, you know, when people tell me that, usually I'm just like in one ear out the other. And it's like there's these certain words or fucking guys when they want to sound serious about like football. And it's like tape. And they start saying the word guy. And it's like, oh, no, he's just a football guy. All right. He's just a football guy. So like all of a sudden they get like fucking well, uh, you, little, little you, southern accent. You, when you say I, I'm gonna watch tape, you you have to know what to be watching for. You know, what right? I mean? But there's a lot of these amateur scouts and fans that they say that shit, and they're online blabbing a bunch of fucking second rate bullshit. Because there's certain there's certain things like you know I watch film and I watch tape. Um, and there's certain things that I myself don't even know what to look at, like especially when it comes to offensive and defensive line, it's like a realm, you know, I can see like, we don't know, you know what like, they're, we don't know what they're asked to do. First of all, you know it, what I mean? It, it, like, and that, that's one thing it is, but at the same time, I don't know exactly what to look for, for certain positions. So I don't even comment on it, but I do know, you know, route running the ability to see holes for running backs. Like, cause you see running backs coming out of, you know, college and they're like, yo, this guy's going to be the next big thing. And then, you know, for whatever reason you can watch the tape and in college, it's harder to see because, um, there's only the like a couple guys on each side of the ball who are, who could well, possibly it's, be it's, NFL players in D one. It's the discrepancy in talent that yeah. is the problem that's hard when you watch college film because you're like, wow, this guy was tearing it up in college. You're like, well, when you're running behind the Alabama line and you're playing Chattanooga, you know, obviously, I, you know, I could throw my grandmother out there uh-huh. and she's going to be able to get Dude, past the uh, scrimmage. I love you that know? you mentioned that because I feel like with Alabama especially, it's like, man, Nick Saban must be fucking pounding so many moms. Okay, because, like, that dude gets these kids to show up to Alabama. And it's like, how fair is it when you get the biggest motherfuckers you can find to come play for your fucking school? Because you're Nick fucking saving, pull my prick well, out, saving. And, and, like, he, yeah, like he, you said, you can run behind that Cowboys cocaine line making fucking holes the size of fucking your road. You know what I mean? Like... And that's the thing. And, and, and once you reach the NFL, you have to be able to literally see the field. Like vision is huge. And that's why I was upset when Darius Geis got hurt because he too was a talented player. Um, so unfortunately he, he is not here to entertain us and freaking Adrian Peterson's ruined my fantasy team. I got um, it. I got a good, no I got a good one for him. you. You ready for it, dude? Check this, because I got to cut you off. So, I didn't think about it too much, but I should have realized we were fucked when C.J. Spiller, his rookie year after his first preseason game goes, 
Oh, damn. The defensive. Like, also, what do you think about your first game? Damn, the defensive ends can keep up. It's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Exactly. Oh, God. I was like, oh, fuck. This is not R2. Hit the edge turbo spiller. Fuck, CJ, man. Come on, dude. Come on. I'm like, no. Wrong guy. No, and, and and that's the difference between the NFL. Like the NFL is the elite of elite. In college, you had to figure it, if you took all of the NFL players, you divide them amongst. For the majority, it would be your top five conferences. Well, even in your top five conferences, how many teams you got? You got over fifty. So now you have all these players divided amongst those teams. And then a whole bunch of them are scattered in the non-conference in the mid-majors. So, you know, you're not going to have, you're going to be so much better than the person across the field from you um, that you really stand out in college. Um, Now that scheme wise, the hardest thing is for quarterbacks like for for most of the other positions, if you're able to show out in college against elite talent, you'll be fine. But in, for the quarterback, it's different because the scheme and the defensive quality that you see in college. So they're making one reads. They're they're typically more often than not they're in shotgun. They're not under center much. They're, they're not making multiple reads. There's very few teams that run pro-style offense. You know what's so, funny about that, dude? You know what's funny about all this fucking shit? It's like we all worry about that in the offseason or in draft time and all this shit. And then how many kids come in and they start, and the only rookie this year not starting is obviously the kid on the fucking Steelers. And he wasn't even an early pick, third-round pick. And um, Lamar Jackson no, what, of the Lamar Ravens. Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. So, like, what I'm saying, Mike, is, like, you know, <clears throat> I agree with that point, and I did too, but we also have Nate fucking Peterman, who's in a pro-style offense, and that was his whole thing. And, like, Look, he was ready to I be know, a second-round pick, and he went into fifth, and he fucking shit on himself multiple times. I know, I know that you're a Nate Peter hater, <laughs> but... If Nathan Peterman, I'm gonna to play, fucking hang up, dude. If Nathan Don't Peterman even. got to play, if he got to play Game Three, it would be completely different than the first half of Game One. You know what? Some okay? of the best words I ever heard in my life were what, and still are. What Nathan Peterman's benched? No, what? a great man once said, "You got to earn the right." All right. And Nathan Peterman did not earn the right to even finish any fucking game he started. And I said it, and I will remind you again, like every podcast, I don't know why he's on the team and how they are not upgrading from the fucking position. That said, Mike. Who would you get? Who would you get? Look, I'm not going to get into it right now. I'm not wasting (laughs) any more ear time. Let's get into important things like our future as a Bills fan with this great Josh Allen character and him hurtling over motherfuckers. Like Josh Allen played with heart. I'm so fucking stoked. Like, his arm is awesome. And you want to talk about accuracy? I want to talk about guys catching the fucking ball, dude. Again, back to Calvin Benjamin. Like, yo, Calvin Benjamin, buddy, dude, I know you're not listening. But when you are, I know it's hard. I'm not a player. I don't have the pressure like you do. But I'm telling you, like, 
I, I play some music in my past and I played in front of like whopping crowds of like 18 and 17 people. So like from somebody with like some experience myself and also a guy who wrestled and got pinned a lot in a singlet. You know what I mean? I lost a lot, yo. Like a lot. I fucking blew it wrestling. But I was I fucking stayed strong. And I went out there and I got fucking pinned. And I looked at the lights a lot. All right? And nothing like the girls in school. Dave, dude. Like, oh, my God. You're fucking here. Why are you here? Of all fucking times. You know? So, like, yo, I know the life, Calvin. It sucks. Dropping the ball constantly, man. In life. Pun intended. Okay? But, like, get your head straight, bro. It's all right, man. You're in the NFL. You're a big motherfucker. And don't fucking Brandon Jacobs this shit, dude. Realize you're fucking big. Don't be a fucking idiot. You're fucking big. And, 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 and take some notes of fucking Brandon Marshall. Grab a dude by the fucking throat and move him out of the fucking way and punch him. And catch the fucking ball with your fucking hands. And if you are not bouncing a tennis ball off the wall right now as you listen to this, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Do you? This is your contract year, bud. Get focused. Get out of your head. The ball's going to go to you. You're a big fucking target. Buffalo has been waiting for a receiver like you. You show up. I pick you to lead the team this year in receiving touchdowns. Earlier was it Curry? No, that was you. You, you know... So it's like, dude, I think he can do it, Mike. I really think he can fucking do it. But when I hear that his route running is lazy and all this other shit, it's like, how do you not get better? And then I hear, oh, you tore your fucking ACL. I hear all this, oh, he's fat. He's all this and that. And it's like, it, it all signs point to laziness. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I it, when you're dropping the ball, when your number's called, and you're not catching with your fucking hands, which is like play any fucking sport one on one. Like, there's nothing that you catch shit against your chest. Nothing, Mike. So, thoughts. Well, that's 25, Dave. Halfway through your rant, I decided to do 25 push-ups. Um. Yes. Mike, like I, I would like earlier, to be the judge of what you call a fucking push-up. Oh, no, I'm a push-up Nazi. Like, No, you're not. Your oh, chest touch, you're... head up. Chest touch the ground? No, no it's supposed to just... touch your fucking nutsack. What do you think it's supposed to touch? Dude, my Johnson would touch the ground before my chest. What, you're fucking on, not bro. doing it right? What no, are you doing? You're... What are you doing, Archer, like a fucking seal? Again, what do you consider a fucking push-up, dude? Dave, <laughs> like, you bring me back to Drake Lenser to see this fucking moron trying to do a push-up. It's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Dude, I would love to see your fucking... You and Jeff and I should have a fucking push-up contest, actually. I, I'll tell you what, Dave. I want to have a push-up contest against you because Bitch, I want to I will sure. fucking crush you. How many are you doing a day? Yeah, let's just talk about hockey goals. Four goals and fucking... Four Dude, games. I would All I right. would come out my first day and I'd put four goals on you. Just I don't even know how to play the game. Okay, Mike. Last podcast. If my- you missed podcast one ninety eight, we go into details about why Mike's knee sucks. So you can rewind well, I, and go to that one, I, or just I, hey, press play so we just, get to listen. For the record, I have been pounding the knee like I've been doing squats, lunges. Today I was doing burpees. I did six, six different cycle sets, and each set in, involved uh, five flights of stairs. So did thirty flights of stairs today. 
on top of my burpees and Yo. you know, I did some crunches and my push-ups. Yo, I'm back on the grind, okay? Kevin Benjamin needs to use his hands. And it's very simple. I mean, I used to be a receiver. I used to be a running back. It's simple. And it, it's like it, it boggles my mind because, like, I am not an NFL player, and I blew out my knee twice in high school, and I didn't even get to play, you know, I didn't even get to play varsity ball because, like, I, I just hurt my knee. You, you had know, no knees. Play. So um, it boggles my mind that the receivers that you see, they don't – and it's not all of them. I'm not going not gonna to call out all the receivers. But you don't see enough proper catching technique. It's either when, when, a, when a ball is below, your, your pinkies need to come in and you need to get them in and you need to catch – low with your pinkies your hands open and it's like a soft you're essentially soft with it's like a soft grab like it goes yeah, in you're you're, you're, you you're absorbing the the impact it's like catching yeah, and, it's and, like and, catching anything catching a puck on a stick you anything, know what i mean like just anything that's chest high or above you got that diamond and that's like the 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 peak you have that nice diamond your two index fingers and your thumb and the nose of that ball ideally you were hoping for a spiral here. I mean, if it's not, it makes it a little more difficult to catch, but you have that, you have that diamond, that diamond, that diamond goes all around. It, it, it goes, it literally can go from just about your stomach, just a little bit below your chest and anything above there all over. Okay. And if it's in your field and then once it leaves that field, then you can, stretch it but then you can go to one hand and that's when you know some of the more talented players with larger hands like i myself i could never really like i can make a one-handed grab but like i couldn't do it like some of the plays you've seen in the nfl because i mean if you would compare my little tiny hands versus their hands like you'd be like yeah i could see that person being able to grab football and you not but um it boggles my mind when I see these receivers so reluctant to use the best metric for catching the ball. And it's not your body. It's your hands. It's your hands. It's your hands. It's your hands. If you watch the ball all the way to the end into your hands, you're going to catch it more often than not. If you're not focused and you're not using your hands and you're using your body and you have too many things and you're worried about being hit and you're worried about this and you're worried about that. You're going to lose focus, lose eyesight of the ball. And then your body, your hands, they're not going to be where they need to be. You're going to drop it. And I think, I think Calvin's biggest problem is he doesn't get enough separation and understand he blew his knee out in football. So he I might not I have the confidence. It's knee. not. The, it's not the confidence. It's it, he. So he knows for the fact that he's not getting separation. Someone's always there, and if you look at all of his drops, someone is always there. It's not like it's not like he's wide open just dropping the ball. He's he's doing the the Madden drop that drives me nuts. Where oh my god! Yeah, should you should catch it? Like you're just like, dude, I just hit you. It was a perfect pass. And then you took like a step and boom, you dropped it. Or the dude is out of position and I put it where it's very catchable for you and you should be able to frame yourself 
and to avoid the contact and catch the ball, but you're not. Um, that's what he's doing. He's just not. He's just not coming down with the ball when he needs to. And I think it's. I think it's in his mind. I mean, it's like what Tiger had a problem with, you know, until he finally won. Like, you have to get over that hurdle. And unfortunately, in the NFL, you don't get five years to do it. So um, he better do it sooner than later. Um, but yeah, he needs to use his hands. Um, and if they would listen to me, McDermott, Coach C, Coach D, whatever, uh, you need to give the ball to my man, Zay Jones. He's open. Make him the first read more often than not. Obviously, you got him on the field more than everybody else for a reason. Mm-hmm. Let's pump those uh, target shares. I want this man. I want to be able to add him to my fantasy teams, but I can't do that if he's getting sub five targets a game. You're killing me, Smalls. We need yo, targets. Yo, I you, you I've been saying this to you lately too. I'm rooting Zay Jones on this year. I've been rooting him on this season. It's just, I mean, dude, what a fucking hard season debut. You know what I mean? Last year, rookie year, and, like, all the shit he went through in the offseason. And, and it sounds to me as not a doctor and my amateur not a doctor eye. I'm just like, I'm going to make shit up here. Maybe it sticks. Like, clearly, there's a lot of pressure, you know, to being a pro athlete so um you know he probably had a mental breakdown or something obviously you know so um i can't say it has anything to do with football or not but i can't assume it doesn't you know he grew he his father's an nfl player his brother's an nfl player you know like that's a football fucking family and you know he knows the right things to do and when he's pretty much like showing Calvin Benjamin where to fucking line up and all that shit. It's like, oh my God, dude, like really? Like, come on, McDermott. This is your guy from Carolina. McBean, like this this is your guy, man. Like it's not supposed to fucking suck and the Panthers do better without him, you know? Like it's just I don't know, dude. Like I'd rather have a Rod Streeter out there who works his fucking ass off and is has chemistry with every quarterback that you put out there. But no, he can't even sniff the fucking team, you know. But no, we got Calvin Benjamin. It's like, you know, like I said, I want him to be good. It's not that I ever want any player not to work out for the Bills. That's never the case for me, you know. Like clearly, they believe in the person, and 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 I just want to see them bridge a gap of communication and and have everything come to fruition. So it's like for Zay Jones, man, I'm rooting for him. I'm really rooting for him. He works hard, you know. So um, he seems to be in the right spots. He seems to be open. And, um, you know, closest thing no. we got to Robert Woods. You know? I mean, he's averaging 17.7 a catch. Um, he's got a 60% catch rating. He's got a uh, 25% uh, contested catch percentage. Um, I mean, small sample sizes here, though. Um, my my opinion, obviously, he's not going to average 17.7 for the season. But they need to, when you have somebody that's dynamic and they can do things with the ball, you have to find ways to get them the ball. They don't have to be, you know, 20 yards downfield. They don't have to be flying um, down the sidelines. They don't have to be doing posts or streaks or um, corner routes. Have them do 
uh, slants, have them do drag routes, have them do ins, outs, stuff where you can get the ball to him fast and then let him make the move. You know, if it's a slant or a drag, he might be able to outrun some people, get to the edge and go up the sideline. Yeah, I want to underestimate his speed. So, um, you know, that's that's my own perspective. And, you know, for for the people that, you know, disagree with it, look at who we got. I mean, like, I'm lobbying for who I think right now is performing the best amongst who we have. You know what I mean? If we had Josh Gordon, I'd say, obviously, get the ball to Josh Gordon. Okay, we don't. We have who we have. And right now, I think he's the best on the team. Um, so you need to get him the ball more. For sure, for sure. Um, so uh, Bill's, you know, playbook was awesome. You know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the coaches have in store. I am very, like I said, I'm going to wrap this podcast up. And thank you so much for, you know, talking your usual shit, Mike, because it was great. Podcast number 199 as we're sitting here and you're, you know, doing your thing. I, I titled this number 199, Bills Can Win at Lambeau Field. Mike Smith explains to Calvin Benjamin how to catch. Well, you know, it's funny. I just pulled up Zay's 4-4 time or 40-yard dash time. Can I guess? Can I guess? You'll go for it. 4-4-5. That wasn't a guess, Dave. Why? You, you, you clearly knew that. Then I must know it. Seriously, was it four four five? Yeah, it was four four five. Because I think Marquis Goodwin was like four three seven. Who was Marquis Goodwin? Oh, Goodwin. Yeah, it's too bad what happened to him. He's literally now destroyed my fantasy team. So, dude, yo, no, not for nothing, man. Like, speed is so fucking overrated overrated dude it is so well, fucking overrated because like like one move like dude yo stevie johnson is a poster child of let the kid play what i liked hearing about dable is he wants the receivers just to get to the spot at a certain time and, and it's not necessarily always about x amount of steps does that make sense like stevie johnson and shane gavey shane gavey had this thing with the receivers like yo i need you in this spot at this time that's it i don't care how you get there just fucking get there well, that's what um, the next thing which we have yet to see from, you know, our quarterback, there's two things he has to do to continue to show that he can be an NFL quarterback. He's got to be able to throw over the middle of the field where there's a lot more. Traffic. Oh, now we're adding shit to the plate. It was only two things fucking before uh, the yeah, last well, game, which is read the defense, he's got to fucking yeah, throw okay, the ball okay. to accuracy. Well, hey, yeah, well, he well, did well, all that. Yeah. He fucking okay. did all that. Uh, uh, so he pretty much won the game I, for the Bills. You're right. I I need to make a complete quarterback. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Got, okay. So now we have another two. Okay. Got, two more things. Two you more know, things of fucking some, bullshit. Sometimes you overlook. What do you people. got? Like a fucking hat? You, got, you always got. Where you got? You got where you? I don't like how he parts maybe, his hair. When his facial I'll, hair comes in, I'll fucking believe him. But he's got to get a tracksuit. <laughs> he's got to get a couple of tears next to his eye. What no, the fuck is wrong with you? He he's got to be able to throw over the middle of the field, and then you also see the great quarterbacks. They throw the ball before their player even starts their break. He needs to be able to do that, too. Mike, it's he's playing timing. fucking two Look, and a I half games. I don't care. If Your man Peterman should still okay. be in if it's up hey, to you. 
go go watch my boy Baker Mayfield, okay, and try to compare the two. Okay? There, well, there's no point in talking about Baker Mayfield. The Bills never had a shot. I don't give a fuck. He's going to be awesome, great, cool. Like, <laughs> what can I fucking do about it if the Browns maybe, don't fucking Browns him? Okay, maybe, let's stop. That's what you can hope for. You can hope for the Browns to Browns him, and they can ship him off to Buffalo. <laughs> Look, I've had a couple of drinks tonight, so, you know. I'd rather have Johnny Menzel. Joe! (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. You know, that man's tearing it up in the Canadian League. That's not happening either, but, you know. All right, well, have a good night. This has been fun, Mike, as always. Um, Hey, Dave, just to let you know, they just approved cross-platform play on Fortnite, so... You know, Dude, I thought you were going to say fucking Madden, and I was like, yeah, yeah, by the way, by the way. By the way, I did try to come over and play Madden, and you had stuff to do. When, so. today? I don't know, the other day. You're like, got stuff to do. Yeah, we I said Thursday, and you just want to invite yourself over. How do you know I don't got some alone time planned? I have no idea, Dave. I have nothing but alone time planned for myself. So well, don't fucking wear out. Don't wear out your fucking palms, man. You need those for work. I, I, I got nothing but alone time. No, I don't even like to. I got um, I got callous hands, man. I don't have soft hands. So, but um, no. Just know. word of advice: just castrate yourself. Just fucking do it. Thank me later. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> take that advice. Like I said. I have a game plan, and if that game plan fails, then I have a backup. Yo, game since plan. you got a lot of time, there's this great movie you should watch. Um, it's, What's it called? You like Al Pacino? Uh, yeah, he's all right. There's a movie called Cruising. What's it called? Cruising. Is this Al Pacino porn? Because it sounds terrible. No, it's a good movie. You should watch it. Yeah, you can barely say it with a straight face, so I don't even think I can watch that. But, yeah, Dave, go get yourself an Xbox so that I can, you know. Why do I want that booty shit? Why do I want a Microsoft product? Speaking of, I have, like, the most ridiculous Madden game ever. So, for one, the final score was 9 nothing. Mike, before you talk, are you going to think that people want to hear this? Yeah, of course. Okay. Because it, it, it correlates to Josh Allen because I was the Bills. Oh, like how so, I threw seven fucking interceptions with Josh Allen last night and, and against <laughs> the Ravens, and they used Lamar Jackson, and the dude just fucking tore me up, and I'm just like right about my controller. Well, Dave, that was... I'm just trying to so feed it to dude. my dog, fucking dipping in peanut butter. Like, just eat this. Don't no. die yet. Uh, if you do, whatever. We'll save some money in like, dog food, but like, just stop. I- I I like to play with the Bills because they're my favorite team. So I try. Yeah, dude, I do too. And I've lost fucking 30% more games because I'm using the Bills. Dude, because Josh Allen's throws are terrible. They're so bad. I have, I have, um, I had the perfect play and I got um, a post, a skinny post. And then I have the, um, it's a, it's a double move where the inside, the slot receiver does an outside and up route. Okay. So he's trailing the skinny post. So dude is open. I mean, wide open. And he's literally about three yards from the end zone. So I'm down 
six to nothing right now. Okay. And it's late. So I need this score, right? Can I, can I guess what he does with the ball? Can I, can I take one? Can I play multiple choice? I play multiple choice. Let me play. Well, I said I lost nine to nothing. So I'm pretty sure you know what happened. Here, oh, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you uh, think he uh, did okay. with that ball? Because he okay. was wide open. Okay. And did I it give, did it give you the nice. Uh, I guess we're going to give this to classic Ryan Fitzpatrick. Just slightly release it a little bit too far over the top and just fucking airmail it right to the safety. Or we could call that a Peterman. No, 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 no. Because that's what happens we, to me all the time. We didn't airmail it. He just, I, when I tell you he was wide open, there was no one to airmail it to because there was nobody around. It was him. He was by himself. He was, hey, name's Zay Jones. I'm wide open. All you got to do is throw me the ball, bro. And what happened? And, oh, he threw it about five yards in front of Zay Jones, and I did not score a touchdown. Um, so and dude, one thing, up- one thing I like that they did in Madden, like that serious, this is so corny, is I liked that a few years ago they made it where you have to set your feet to have a good throw. And so oh, we set our we set our feet. And, and we that's were- the thing is like, yo, my feet have been set with Josh Allen in this game. No, they don't care. And they don't give a fuck. He will overthrow. Like, the the crazy thing is, like, he can make some cool throws, and he's got 99 arm strength, so he can, like, bomb the ball down the field like nobody else in the game. But (laughs) the simplest throws. Now, granted, that was a far more difficult throw because it was eh, about mm, 25 yards to the outside of the field. But anyways... Dude was wide open. Like you didn't, you didn't need, like at that point, you didn't have to be like accurate with the ball. Like you just had to like put it in a realm where maybe a receiver could catch the ball. And that didn't happen. But yeah, his throws and, and I keep on telling myself, I'm not going to beat the bills. I'm not going to be the bills. Me I'm too. Like, Me hey. too. And then I scroll through the teams <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know anybody. Like and, I want to use. I'm just like, nah. You know what? I'm gonna be the Bills. You know, maybe we can do something. Because then you think and, like, yo, I'm gonna stomp the rest the fucking Bills. Because I know online I've gotten my ass stomped with like the worst <laughs> teams ever all the time, and it's like I must be playing like a guy who actually plays for this fucking team or something because he's clearly really good. Well, you like, know what I just did. You know what I do when I when I'm serious about my Madden. Let I me, dude. Can I answer that? Go ahead. I don't want to answer that. No, I go through and I set all my audibles on every single formation. So, like, yo, there's a new way to do that, right? It's not a new way. You could literally, well, honestly, the one there's a way to do it online. I think you could do it from the play screen. I was watching a video last night. Yeah, you can, you can, you can literally set your audible for every single formation. So, like, I could set from the live, I'm in-game, on offense, clock is ticking. I could call, like, a screen out of fucking nowhere. Well, you have to you have to already set that in your playbook. You have to go in and create your playbook. So uh, you, can, you can modify your playbook and then use your modified playbook, you know, when you play online. You yeah, because they're lucky like, they only got inside runs. So I've, oh, man, I can't wait to fuck your life dude, up, man. Some, some, of, some of the playbooks I use, depending on the formation, I'll have two runs and two passes. What? I'll have like um, I'll have an inside run, an outside run, and then I'll have an underneath and an overtop pass or a combination of underneath and overtop. 
Now, um, how so, have you adjusted to the running? Because they always do this shit where you hit the turbo, they peel off their blocks. And from what I'm seeing is you can't sprint to the edge. You can't sprint to the edge. You had to run with the stick first. And then when you make your first cut, then the turbo will kind of work. Yeah, the running... The, look, I, I'm not even a fan of any Madden player ever. So it's running is atrocious. Like you got to do most of your work between the tackles and you're right. You can't turbo anything. You just have to, you, you just have to go through. There was Um, a year they never had a turbo. Remember that? It was like eight years ago. They took the turbo out. So you learn how to run behind the blocks and it was auto turbo. Yeah. I actually like that. Cause, cause, Oh my God. Speaking of the same game and it drives me nuts. You know when you have that outside, it's either either a sweep or you have um, uh, a pulling guard or something, and he's out in front. Sure. And you see the defensive back right there, and you have your blocker right there. And then for no fucking reason at all, he peels back, and the guy that he would have blocked and allowed you to run for a touchdown fucking tackles you. It's like I'm running to the edge, and that one year you're talking, you used to be able to uh, point to who to block for Dude, your, that uh, was so awesome. Dude, it was great. You and could steer them with the other stick. Exactly. It was fucking amazing. But now I'm running to the outside. You got your sweep, and I'm looking. I'm like, dude, this is fucking great. I got two blockers out in front. I got a safety in a fucking corner, and I got two blockers. I'm like, goodbye fucking lead blockers like yeah i'm just gonna peel back and you're gonna get fucking wrecked so fuck you so and i'm like that would never happen in the nfl like if that's the nfl and this real football that lineman he not only is the happiest motherfucker on the planet for that moment because he's looking at he's like i got a fucking corner to block right now and i'm gonna fucking train wreck this little motherfucker and then you have another lineman or the tight end whoever whoever's you know you know motioning outside at that point he's like i got the safety and then my running back can just sprint down the sidelines um but yeah they have the shit all fucked up and yeah dude they're never the the bills always get the fucking shaft to man and and then it's like you know, when to see well, it, and it's like well, they play favorites yeah. online. If you're using the Patriots, they always get the breaks. If you're playing against Antonio Brown, catches everything in sight. Like Odell well, Beckham, everything in sight. And it's like, dude, dude, I'll say my friend RJ online the other night, and he used he had Tyreek Hill. He just sent him on a streak. He caught everything, and it's just like, I don't know, man. Like they gotta go more on. Maybe they do, but because they are involved in Ultimate Team, they gotta get more involved with like an analytics site for the ratings and I don't know, but yeah. So yeah, it was a pleasure being on this wonderful podcast. Well, Mike, it was great. As your your co-host. Yeah, dude, Uh, co-host Mike, I guess we'll fucking do that. And maybe I'll talk to you before the game on this thing and we'll buzz some more audio. So if you have any topics to shoot me a text, all right? No problem, man. I got Baker Mayfield starting for me, so things are looking good. Trade me Josh Allen. You want Josh Allen? I definitely he is available. All right, let me know which league. Who who the sixteen team league? You have what is it? 
Brothard or whatever his name Yeah, is. dude. I really need a quarterback. Yeah. I don't why didn't you pick up Josh Rosen or something? Like I didn't, you didn't know. think you didn't think to like say this guy is really gonna suck. I I li- literally rather t- take the rookie over this guy. At least he's gonna be slinging the ball like you know, that guy's going to be, like, managing a game. Mike, like, the next podcast is Podcast 200. I can't wait to talk about this again. What a great idea to have, like, a little cliffhanger for the audience. Ding dong. Yay. Ding dong. Yay. I'm going to finish my box. Have your fun, bud. Have a good night. Thank you, Mike. I told you I was going to finish my box. Oh, I don't know what the hell you just said. So, as always, that's Mike Smitty. Find him on Twitter at Fantasy Smitty. Get involved. Follow him, please. Yeah, he's more involved, than. Man. He's I'm, got I'm, like 19 hey, followers. We want to try to get him I'm, into 22. I'm I'm pumping numbers because like I'm catching followers like on the daily. Are you really? Not exactly. Like not like literally on the daily, but like. In days, like I'm getting multiple followers, so you know what, I'm man? Why don't you make I'm some flyers? To, Why don't you make I'm some flyers 20. and learn how to fucking promote yourself? I'll I'll make you a little, or I'll text it over to you. I'll draw with my fucking foreskin on a little platter on my phone, and like you could just hold up a Twitter sign, follow me, Fantasy Smitty, like the Little Caesars dude or the Liberty Tax people. Just on the curve. Follow me. Follow the Bill yeah, spots. You know what? I'll let I you borrow. Have, I'll let you borrow my jump. My jumpsuit. You know, dancing Derek. I could have dancing Derek out there for me. Oh my god, yo, dancing <laughs> Derek's a hot fucking commodity, yo. That dude's mad money, man. He really carved a niche out for himself. So, like, I don't know, man. Yo, actually, yo, what's his number? You know him. <laughs> Dave, I happen to know a lot of people. Do you really know that motherfucker? If, if, if I was going to... Yo, would he if, come on the podcast? Could I hire that dude? Well, if anybody was going to come on the podcast... Yo, I'd would you compete prob- with him? I, Can we get you I, in like a contest? Oh, he would destroy me in a dance-off. But if I was going to get someone on the podcast... Yo, let's I would, just do DDR. I, me, I, you, and him, and, and I, I, I we'll get shoot drunk for, I, would, I, I would shoot for J-Mac. Anyways, I got to go. Yeah, you'd want J-Mac anyway. It's got much more of a following. Anyway, so like uh, this has been No Bills Fan Podcast number 199. I'm your host, David Falermo. That's Mike Smith. Brought to you by Punch Drunk Sports. Follow them. Punch Drunk Sports is part of All Things Comedy. And they, uh, the podcast network, All Things Comedy, which is owned by Bill Burr. And if you missed it, episode number 300 of Punch Drunk Sports had Bill Burr on it. Pretty rad episode. And they just got picked up, All Things Comedy, podcast network just got picked up by comedy central so shout out to them and it's great to be a part of punch drunk sports podcast network as well so that's it follow along on umbillsfan.com twitter instagram have any ideas shoot my way and occasional facebook live videos coming as always so tune in mike anything else no okay good have a good night